You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Uh, hello, Bob. Huh, Patrick, how are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. Did you know uh, sometimes when we, we do stuff like this, it's a solo read. Typically, I'm able to do it in one take. Sometimes it's two or three. It's not mm. fun. I'm very critical of my shit like this, and I end up mm. doing like six takes. And to people that have heard this, that must, might sound crazy. It sounds crazy yeah. that my shitty version is the fifth version of something, but it often is. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes even shit has to be carved right. Uh, let's do this in one because uh, Exide, Deliberate Revolver, uh, LP coming out on NMZ uh, this September 23rd. So that's in a matter of weeks, which is pretty cool. Uh, Exide's a band we've been aware of for a minute. Pretty cool. Um, interesting sound who I think people can really get down with. I'm not, it's kind of this mix of current modern hardcore, but with clear leans into the post hardcore sound quicksandy uh i caught some snapcase vibes in it like but not the early snapcase kind of like mid later uh, how about this pk let's let's play the track we're actually debuting this the song flip by the band x side off their lp deliberate revolver coming out on nmz you guys decide for yourself
I'm, I'm hitting record now. Welcome to Axe to Grind, the hardcore podcast. I'm Patrick. I'm Bob. And I'm Tom. Well, there he is. Uh, how are you, fellas? Feeling good. Feeling good. Um, we, uh, yo, welcome to Axe to Grind, the hardcore podcast. We're all us. Um, sad news. A couple sad things to talk about at the top, and then we get to our usual inane sort of game we play here. Um, rest in peace to Kev1, Kev Bulldoze. Um, a person who I did not have many personal interactions with, but that mutual friends uh, had a lot of admiration for and had a lot of really kind things to say about as a person. Um Aside from the, you know, known and or mythologized lore of him uh, with his band Bulldoze and as being kind of a key figure uh, in and around New York hardcore for a long, long time. Yeah. So you're yeah, I mean, you're uh, much more qualified than Patrick or I to talk on him. That's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, like you, like you said, he was he was larger than, a larger than life character. I think... Um, you know, it's it's a lot of that is fair, and I think you know any interactions that I had with them were super positive, actually. Um, but I think you know I was talking to somebody about this, and it's like New York hardcore has like the characters, and like as we get older, like watching those characters pass away is weird because there'll never be another dude like that, right? <laughs> there'll never be another Steve Post. There'll never be. You know all these like OGs that like die. It's like, well, there's never going to be another, Goff- you know. Well, I'm mean, Stigma's going to live forever, but like, mm-hmm. you know, or Stigma or any of those like New York, New York, like real New York dudes. Like, there's never going to be like everything else is going to be a fucking copy. Yeah, yeah, you know? it, it, it's a fact. It's it's all simulacra from here out uh, here on out. Yeah, and like, should I tell the funny story? Do it. Yeah, of course. So. You know, I mean, he's he's his his reputation precedes himself, obviously, um, and and whatever you heard is probably true. If we're, if we're being honest, I've been going to shows next, you know, around that dude for thirty years, yeah. And um, one day, one year, um, we're playing Long Island Fest, way out east, and it's like um, <laughs> here's a lineup, and then it didn't end up happening, but it was supposed to be this is hell, bulldoze, indecision on the Mighty Princes. Mm. Dude from on the Mighty Princes got like they broke up or whatever, at, so it couldn't happen or whatever. So, you know, we're playing like this weird club out in like Patchog or something, and uh, me and Morgado were sitting in the back, and like Kevin like walks by and he comes back. He goes, "Hey fellas, is it, is it cool if I sit in here with you guys?" And we're, me and Morgado are like, "Um, what?" <laughs> and he's like, "Is it cool if I just come in?" I'm like, "Yeah, of course, man." He comes, sits in, he introduces himself to Morgado. Sits there for like literally probably half hour, 45 minutes, talking about anything but you think what we would be talking about in a side room at a fucking venue. Yeah. You know, like talking about music, talking about where he was living and all this other stuff. And like, it was like a totally nice, regular conversation that people would probably assume would never happen with a dude like that, but it did. And he was super nice, you know. And, you know, anytime I've interacted with him since, he was super cool. Um, You know, I know, and we can talk about this later on, like, Bulldoze is one of the big kind of names on FYA. Mm. You know, he's yeah. kind of making his foray back into playing shows and stuff like that. So, you know, it's it for you know, it's a big loss. I mean, 
bulldoze whether or not you like their music or or the they create like how many bands can you say created a genre of hardcore few not many you know what i mean like there's not a lot and bulldoze did yeah. beatdown is because of bulldoze named after a bulldoze song named after that style which is kind of wild to have seen we're all we were all around for it like i'm old enough to kind of see that come to fruition you know, and yep. so it's a it's a piece of history, you know, and um, he'll be missed. I know a lot of people that I care for deeply really like loved Kev. So, you know, shout out to all his bandmates and, and all his friends and stuff like that. And, you know, I hope he's doing all right. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, big respect. Yeah. And uh, I'll just add the thing that I always say, which is, uh, you know, t- to most of us, uh, these musicians are we have a tendency to see people as utilities. They provide us music and we don't think about them necessarily as human beings beyond that. But, uh, whenever somebody in our world passes, I just always like to remind everyone that that's, uh, there's more to people than their music. You know what I mean? Like that, 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 uh, that man's friends and family know him in a different capacity. And, uh, yeah, as Tom said, my heart goes out to them. Um, okay. Do we have another sad thing? Did you say we got other sad things, but let's kind of, let's shake off the, let's shake it off a little bit and get into our crass, but cool and things we love ad sponsors. Shout out and thank you to close casket activities. Oh, hell yeah. Shout out and thank you to run for cover records. Oh yeah. Buck buck. A shout out and thank you to death wish Inc. Oh, reading books. Shout out and thank you to To Live a Lie. A little dance. Let's start with Deathwish Inc. Guys, I asked you before we started recording to do a little fun game. We, you know, when you're shopping, boys be shopping. Mm. Um, sometimes it's fun to peruse the pre-order section. So go to deathwishinc.com, hover your little mouse or go on your phone and just tap that shop button. You're going to click under music pre-order, and that's where we find ourselves. Boy, there is a lot of stuff. Uh, why don't we all just give one, maybe two, if you feel really frisky. I am going to start. You know I would have shouted out the End It record, but the vinyl is already sold out in pre-order from Deathwish. I am instead going to shout out the Livid comp- Compiled Hatred LP coming out on 12-gauge. Uh, exclusively distributed through Deathwish. Really harsh, harsh stuff. I think we actually have talked about this band. We might have played them on one of our radio episodes, and if we didn't, I meant to. Um, sort of in that space of power violence, really aggressive, sometimes some grindy stuff. Uh, I think Nails is a good spot for it. I think Early Harm's Way is a good spot for it. One-sided 12-inch with 10 songs, which means you know you're getting some fast stuff here. Uh, Check that out. I think it's really cool. You can get either the black or the clear black marble. Um, Both pretty limited. So one-sided 12-inch, can't go wrong. And it's got a guy holding a hammer on the front. Mm. What more do you want from a fast hardcore record? What do you got? Patrick. Let's see. What do I got from the pre-order section? Yes, sir. Uh, what's not sold out? Uh, records are still selling. How nice, everybody. 
It's really right? not. I've been hearing that from from labels. I've been asking around. Uh, there's been a there was a not a low but a drop off because people started spending their money on travel and you know doing things, but sales are still brisk. I I find out I since. Uh I, I don't care terribly much about uh, uh, vinyl. I found out that I've gotten pressing, I guess, uh, for Furnace Fest. I saw that on the internet. Oh, hell yeah. Um, so everybody go buy that. Uh, what th- is it? Drug Church? Drug Church, uh, courtesy of, I think, The Hard Times. Maybe I'm okay. crazy. Maybe that's not cool. true. Maybe you just made that up. It's cool. I might have no. looked. I might have made. Maybe it's Brooklyn Vegan. I might have made some shit up. I don't know. Uh, I just Furnace saw Fest is definitely doing like five or six bands like they're putting out like limited copies i think fiddleheads one they're repressing like a stretch armstrong record Drug oh i got you okay so so hard times I and brooklyn Ziggin reposted it okay i didn't i mm. thought maybe they had something to do with it whatever listen everybody i'm fucking there's something wrong with my brain lately i forgot the word sushi for like an hour and a half the other day uh, but what are you going to pre-order is the real question okay what'd you what bob what'd you say i because there's I said one livid i did livid compiled hatred can I can I do the regulate one? I'm fascinated by this. Yeah, go record. regulate. Okay, go regulate. What do you guys think about regulate? How you guys feel about how you guys feel about the singles? I'm uh, interested. Okay, I had a friend. I had a friend reach out about the "Why Can't We" single, and said, "This is the best hardcore song that's come out in five years." Okay, here's the question: the newest is that that's the first single, right? Not the second. The, Believe so. The new single. Uh, the one with the hell is singing on it. Mm. What are the what's the influence? Do you believe Long Island? I okay, but maybe not the Long Island you would necessarily think a band like Regulate would go to, but is in their DNA. I'm fascinated by this. This is uh, this is the record I'm going to be most interested in uh, at, once it drops because I'm. Okay, I'm going to say something that I know you guys agree with, and I know our audience probably already feels from us, but I'm just going to make it clear. Uh, We don't believe anybody's trying to please us. We don't believe anybody is listening to this podcast and saying, oh, I better adjust my hardcore to make these fucking assholes happy. No chance. But I just want to (laughs) underline that there is never a purpose to trying to please the old dudes. Don't do it. Because mm-hmm. th- this sa- this has some like Max Penn sort of energy to it, right? Still, but there's something else going on here that I bet I don't know or give a shit about. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like s- something that is a generation younger than me that was not an influence of mine that I don't care about that these dudes are pulling from very strongly. And I just th- I thought about it because I was also watching uh, Knocked Loose uh, at uh, Outbreak, right? The the the, the mm-hmm. YouTube. And, uh, that's, that music is like space shit for me. You know what I mean? Like, I, like I don't get it per se. And it's, it's just refreshing and good to think about the fact that there's a whole bunch of shit that is not like, nobody should give a fuck what my old ass thinks. (laughs) Oh, I mean, yo, you know, your, 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 your nail, your, you know, hammer on the nail. Yeah. Hardcore is evolving, moving. I mean, this is a conversation we we regurgitate a bit, but yo, it is moving and changing, and it's cool if you're not totally with the sound of today. This feels like the sound of today and is being made by people who are born 15 to 20 years after us, 
and uh, that's that's okay, you know. That's what I'm saying. It's it's just cool to like not know. <laughs> to not know what some of these kids' influences are, like this regulate record, like I said, I'm hearing. I'm like, okay, some of the Max Pen from the fr- from the uh, first record that they did, I, I I hear it, but then the singing part, I'm like, no, it's something that I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, it could be like I know that these dudes like that EVR era that like was like, oh yeah, passed over me. Maybe that's the influence. You know what I mean? Like, I just, or something that we're like, what? Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know what the fuck. So I don't know. I was just reflecting. And again, I don't think anybody's here to please me. So I, I'm not like, but like, I just think it's awesome that nobody's here to please me. <laughs> you know what I mean, it's cool. The singles are great. I'm psyched to hear the rest of the record. I'm psyched to hear Regulate. Regulate. I'm glad that they're like expanding. Yeah. Oh. I, I'm just, honestly, uh, it's been a few years. So I'm excited to see hear some new music for them. Um, so it's, it's in what, 2018? Yeah, that sounds right. 2018, maybe early 2018. Yeah, promise for the tomorrow, not 2018. This record comes out at the end of September. Yep, 2022. Wow, four years. Man. Yeah. All right, Tom. Shout out for the I think it's funny. Seb managed to get foam posits on the cover of the record. Oh, I mean, a dream for him, right? Like, he's been working his whole life for that. <laughs> All right, so Tom, I think Patrick stole yours, he but did. but what do you I'm got? Go you got go any? Go to Orange mm-hmm. County. I'm gonna yes, shout out to you doing it. Yes, take it to heart. Uh, hymns for the hopeless out on Safe Inside. Um, it's a pre-order. This comes out in January, but they're out on tour now with Broken Bow. Yes, um, they're out in the East Coast as we record this. Hopefully this will be up on Tuesday, so they'll still be. So I think they were just in like Connecticut or something, so they're around. Yeah, they they might be finishing up or getting close to it, but yeah, they've been doing yeah. that tour with Broken Vow for a minute. Yeah, um, it's six song, one sided LP. Like I said, it comes out on Safe Inside. You can get it at the Death Wish um, Inc. Uh, onto the pre order page. Um, yeah, it, it sounds like the name would imply. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, it's melodic, it's killing the dream, kind of half heart, all that sort of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's really, really well done. Um, it'll be out. I th- the record's actually out on digital, but the the physical, like the Bio. LP, will be out yeah. in the beginning of January yep. because of Adele and Jack White. So, um, <laughs> yeah, shout outs to Take It to Heart. Shout out to Safe Inside Records. Yeah, shout yeah, out to Death Machine. Yeah. Yep. All right, guys, uh, let's swing it over to the Live a Lie. Uh, Yo, know, they have a bunch of cool stuff. Um, me and Patrick were talking about the Escuela grind thing. Uh, they're getting they, they get recommended to me on the streaming services all the time. Uh, they dom- they dominate my YouTube. Suggested yeah. to me every day on YouTube. They are all uh, over the YouTube. To live a lie has the indoctrination LP up for pre-order um, on a couple different colors of vinyl. This is second press. So there's some super limited versions. The Cloud Blue out of 100 is still up there. It's a co-release with the Armageddon label. So I'm telling you, go buy that. But we have something more important to talk about than uh, pre-ordering records, though you still should do that. Um, there's uh, Again, we get back into the sad. It's a sad time, guys. Yeah, we're getting old. I don't know what's happening. What's, what's happening now? So, yeah, a um, friend of mine, a friend of a lot of people that listen to the podcast, John Rivera, um, was a big part of the North Carolina scene for a really long time. Mm. Passed away probably about two months ago at this point. Um, I don't know, Bob. You might actually know that it, it, he did a an archive called Punks on Paper. Yeah, yeah. Where he like he found all or like fl- everything from f- like flyers that came through North Carolina. 
So it's like from like the Bad Brains and like Sonic Youth and and all the way up through like today. It's cool. Yeah. So he was like, I think he was early on on that. Um, and he did a label called Head First. Um, yeah, but he had passed away. He had been sick for a while, but he had, he had passed away. And then um, he kind of asked for like, as he knew, I think when he was getting, you know, he, he was getting sick or whatever, he wanted like all his favorite bands to come back and play like a show for him, like his memorial. Mm-hmm. So they're doing two shows. I'm going to be at the first one on set, Sunday, December 18th. I have my ticket. Um, Hell yeah, Tom. And, That's awesome. Yeah, me and Brian Wallace going down. I don't know if you guys, I don't, you guys might not remember early aughts. Um, buddy of ours, this dude Dave Owen had a uh, like a booking company called Five Thirty Three Uprisings. Okay, they yeah, the, the North Carolina stuff. So he came back to book this. Uh, that's cool. That's really so. Um, Sunday, December eighteenth, three p.m. at the Ramcat, which was formerly known as Ziggy's. I don't know if anybody remembers the venue called Ziggy's. Um, so the Sunday, it's Riot Stairs, Funeral Chic, um, Azazel, and then Code Seven. Um, the Vision of Labor record. So that's when they had the two singers. They had Dave and, and the other singer. Um, Catharsis, one of my favorite bands. Um, Prayer for Cleansing, another insane band. And Undying, which is their first show since 2007. Wow. Um, yeah. Prayer for Cleansing dudes went on to like um, Between the Buried and Me and a bunch of different like – and they were also in like Sect and all this other different stuff. But like they're like the – they were sort of metalcore, black metal in like the nineties before it became super cool. Um, but yeah, we're, um, and then that sold out like within like eight minutes or something ridiculous. Mm. So they sold a thousand tickets. And then, so the next day it's, um, at the same venue, the Ramcat, it's a Monday. Um, I don't have all the information, but I, I believe it's, I believe it's Azazel, Catharsis, Prayer for Cleansing, Undying, No Coats Evident, and the other openers are not playing either. Mm. Um, just because the venue had been booked, so they had to do a Monday. All the bands were willing to do another because they're raising money for John's wife, Caroline, and his daughter, Penny. So oh, they're trying nice. to get as much money together as possible. Um, so, yeah, they sold out two nights, 1,000 people a night. Nice little bit of change for those folks. And there's, still, there's a guy could go fund me up to, co- to cover some, like, the – funeral costs and stuff like that so we'll be posting that link uh with this episode so check it out um yo uh this is just that that gentle reminder no matter what your age is uh because i i just read about and and let me stop uh rest in peace to john rivera shout out to everybody shout out to to live a lie i know will's that's a friend of his and you know so major respect to everybody down there uh I just read this whole thing about a sports writer, I, uh, you know, podcaster, the whole thing, uh, Jonathan Sharks, who um, has been sick for a while, uh, and it it seemed like it was better, and now it seems like it got worse. Mm. And this isn't somebody anybody, you know, I don't know him from Adam. He's thirty four, has a kid. Uh, his mm. wife's thirty three. We are all older than that. <laughs> And it, you start counting days now, and um, it's a terrible feeling. So I was, I was ruminating on that this morning as I read about it. And I was like, man, our lives are pretty short, man. We, got, we don't got that much time. Um, 
and uh, you know, I think about all the times I spend on some stupid ass shit. So, uh, you know, spend it with the people you love, enjoying the shit you enjoy. Uh, be passionate. Uh, go to the show. Go to the, the fest. Write the song. Make the record. Draw the picture. Go to the convention. Do do the things you want to do uh, while you can, and while while you can do it with the people you love. Um, not to get too heady on that. Just just had that running through my mind. Mm. Um, no. And we appreciate y'all making us part of that day. So, guys, how you doing? How you feeling? Uh, uh, I feel good. Thank you. I'm highly congested, and that's always frustrating for me. But uh, otherwise, uh, another day on Earth, uh, you know, good. Tom, happy belated birthday. And how are you doing? How are you feeling? You just got home back to Queens. Yeah, yeah, rushed home to record a podcast. Thank you, sir. Responsible. We almost didn't make it. it. Pat had to watch Scream. Yes. Um, (laughs) We got on a plane and literally just been like, meet me at Center of Perth. This is it. (laughs) Um, Drop the gloves. This is the old Scream. Uh, It was supposed to be the old Scream, but the reason that I was able to make our obligation no problem. Because kids don't like movies. Kids like uh, uh, tablets. TikTok. <laughs> oh, God. Yo. I mean, you can probably go it's on like cars and money, right? Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> Thank, you know what? The Maddens had it so right. That's um, right. Before they were the like, Youngs, they were the Maddens. Yeah. Sure. There's a website, there's a YouTube called um, Dead Meat. Okay. You can watch all of those movies, and they show all the murders. Okay. Oh, yeah. So you, to- if, you told me this. Yes, yes, yes. If Homeboy doesn't want to sit and like sit through a whole movie, you can give him the good shit uh, and I watch think, in 10 minutes. Uh, you know, listen, some of these things are difficult to like. I, I had uh, on worst. How old is he? He's eight. So, on number one, why the fuck are you showing him a horror movie at eight? Well, oh, listen, scream, scream is barely a horror movie, but uh, I. Dude. Hold on. She's fucking disemboweled in the first five minutes of the movie. Uh, hold on. I'm going to say that I say a lot of fucked up things on the other podcasts that I do. Yes. And I never, we get very little pushback. Thousands of listeners, very little somebody right. writing it. People are along for the ride, right? Yes. People are along for the ride. They're kind of either in or out, whatever. But, but when I said that I watched the Predator movies with him, People wrote and were like, no, you shouldn't do that, man. I'm a dad. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> That's where they draw the line. Yes, I think it's so funny. Right. Like, yeah, like you go on some Fauci shit. Nobody cares. But you're like, whoa. No, I'm, li- I'm, li- I'm like, I'm not, say- I'm not saying we should, uh, you know, assassinate anybody. And people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all good. But, <laughs> but, but yeah, it's like you went and watched Terminator 2. Have you seen the blood? Yeah. Um, but I would let him watch the new Scream because it's like current time. The old Scream's 90s. He's going to be like, what the fuck is this? They don't even have cell phones. No, I'm tr- listen, I'm trying to trying to get him to like stuff from before his birth. That'll because, fuck him up? Okay. No, from before his hey, – listen, this is no disrespect to anybody, but I've found that there is a certain thing when people are, are kind of not exposed to things before from before their time on Earth. Yes, go just, forward, they, continue they just never get into them and they're, they're yes. just, and, and they make weird barriers about, yes. 
oh, this is too old. And it's like, well, it's not, it's not remotely old. <laughs> you know, like, it's like, so like, I'm not well, going to say limited. It, it, it limits you to new media. Yes. And it's, it's a bummer. Uh, I am very thankful to have been exposed to old media. Uh, at a young age of all types. You know, I, I think I watched all the... These weren't old media at that time, but I'm pretty sure I watched all the Nightmare on Elm Street movies before I was 10. So, you know, like it's yeah, okay. I'm not, yeah, I'm not some giant horror movie dude, nor was I traumatized by them. So it's cool. Yeah. I mean, I went to law school with um, a, 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 woman, a Hasidic Jewish woman uh-huh. who, you know, you, they weren't allowed to watch secular movies as kids. Oh, right. I mean, right. that's a story for a lot of people, but most particularly for this woman. And I was like, so what was the first secular movie you ever watched? Short Circuit 2. Yo, I need a hero. I was like, that was your production. Like, my father made me watch like Casablanca as a kid. Like he rented African Queen and Casablanca when we first got our like our um our card so we can rent videos like pre Blockbuster when Blockbuster didn't exist in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. And those were literally the first two we I watched like fucking Humphrey Bogart get like you know leeches taken off of them. That was like the first. Well, movie I mean, to me, to me, the big three really are. It's like Casablanca, The Seventh Seal, and uh, Short Circuit Two. Honestly, you know, Los Locos kick your balls. <laughs> oh no, Los Locos. What is it? Los Locos, Los kick, Locos your kick your face. Uh, kick your ass. Los Locos yeah. kick your face. Los yeah. Locos kick your balls into, oh, outer, into outer space. space. Yes, uh, exactly. By the way, dude, the scene where Johnny Five swings does the Tarzan. Oh, and I need a hero is playing in the background. Uh, while he dis- well to to get Albert, I think is the name of the bad guy. Uh, off the boat, um, I, I I get chills thinking about. It. I watch that scene on YouTube at least twice a year, just yeah. to feel something. Well, if you want to, if people do want to see what a that time is a strange thing, and sometimes things from before your birth can be confusing. Uh, short circuit is a good example of that because the Indian guy is not oh. Indian. <laughs> <laughs> and that wouldn't necessarily fly in 2022. Uh, he is uh, very much a white guy and uh, dated Michelle Pfeiffer for two years in the 80s. Mm. I think I'm going to try to eat some good Indian food today. That's, good that's good pick. Goal for the day. Yeah, I, I haven't in a while. How is the Indian food scene in Perth? Uh, it's passable. It's, okay. it's passable. Nothing too spicy, but it's passable. All right. Here's the, here's the million dollar question. Tom, listen to this. Is the Indian food scene better in Perth or better in Albany, New York? Patrick. Oh, oh it's Albany. I mean, Albany is, I think. Loki has a good Indian food yeah, scene. Yeah, we can say a lot of things about Albany, but it's like, uh, you know, my mother worked in the uh, capacity of, uh, you know, early, early intervention and then uh, uh, developmental uh, shit for kids. She knows the all the demographics of uh, Albany. It's a lot of Pakistani families in Albany, a lot, and they cook. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're fucking good. So it's a yeah, lot. It's, it's, really good. it's a lot. Of, I've said this before. It's interesting. Um, you know, a lot of Americans don't devote any time or thought to when they when they go to an Indian restaurant. They don't think about is this person actually Indian. Uh, <laughs> but uh, and I don't mean in the short circuit two sort of way. I mean that like, for example, in Albany, 
the majority of the restaurants I've been to are actually Pakistani restaurants. But yeah. and that that's just kind of an interesting. And then when you get into Indian, uh, uh, Southern Indian versus Northern Indian, yeah, very, di- very different types of very cuisines. different, very different menus. You walk into a spot and you're like, wait, where's the thing I like? If you ask, typically they'll just go, yeah, yeah, we can make that for you. But but it's very different. Don't ask for a dosa in the wrong spot. They look at you like oh, fucking no. crazy. Dosa is South Indian, it right? Is. Yeah. Yep. Uh, um, okay. We're going to talk some hardcore. Talk some hardcore. Let's I talk have. some hardcore, guys. I have a. This is an off the fly topic. I have a bunch of new concepts. We were away. We took a little break. We didn't record for like two weeks. I have like four or five full on new concepts for us. This one I came up with as I was looking at my record collection fifteen minutes before we started recording. What if? you were only allowed to have records by one band per letter of the alphabet. So you only get one A band. You only get one B band, et cetera, et cetera. We're going to go through that exercise right now. And we're only going to do punk and hardcore stuff. Bah, bah, bah. We can talk about the range of that, whatever. But do you guys get so the general concept? Or record? I'm sorry. The no. band. The band. So that factors Full in discography. too. Full yeah. discography. That factors in. So we're getting quantity and quality here, folks. I have thought <clears throat> there's a way where we do this holistically and then also the idea of like, wait, if this is my collection, do I want to make some edits? Like, do like if I've got like how much New York hardcore can one person have in their collection and maybe I need to change up my flow. You know what I mean? Um, we could do that, but maybe that'll be saved for a later date. Let's just go through right now with what we think our punk A to Z record collection is. Okay. I'm happy to Any do other this. Questions? This sounds like you a f- ready. Yes, this is fun. And Bob, you are good at thinking of things because mm. I know if it was just Tom and I would be like, so what's, uh, what's, uh, you know, we can, I guess we can gossip or something. So exactly. All right. So you hear about that dude who got beat up. Speaking of wait real quick. Someone brought this to my attention. I I want to thank you both. You both don't loop me in on the dumb internet shit. And also, I think we all should feel good because I think we're all missing out on some of the dumb internet shit. Oh, yeah. Tom, I was looped in on apparently someone was complaining about the moshing of a fellow we all know at Sound and Fury and was complaining and saying, Back in my day, moshing was about unity and friendship and was complaining about a a friend of the podcast for windmilling. Yo, what are we doing? What you doing? Don't. All right. What timeline? Who had September 2022 that Al and Nancy Brill would be fighting with Colin Young on the internet? Anybody? Who had that? No, 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 no. Well, firstly, I reject I reject the premise, so I'm just not engaging in the, the moshing was unity conversation. <laughs> I'm just right. uh, I, I I can't do it. I'm sorry. They didn't really hurt themselves each other, like they. Yeah, but Tom, this is like I mean, he's swinging on people. Like he could actually hurt people if you. Sure, and look, I, there's a lot of shit that happens that shows that I want no part of, uh, but I'm not going to jump in. I, look, if I wasn't there, I don't give a fuck what y'all did. That's that's my attitude. So unless they were in the crowd and felt a little uh, uh, threatened by the situation, eh, eh, you know what I mean? Eh. Yeah. 
Whatever. So, anyways, I want to say thank you to the world for for keeping that stuff to a minimum, and let's keep that same energy. Let's talk about fun shit like records, uh, and bands, and good music. Let's start at the top. The letter A. Who is our A band for punk and hardcore? Uh, I I know Tom's going to go with the most obvious. Go ahead, Tom. No, I don't know. I have three. Well, one. I Ooh. thought it was like a, it was only one record. I know. I would pick. <laughs> yeah. But it's their whole discography. Hold this gog. Hold w- this would, gog. Would you have gone Antidote if it was one record? Yes. I knew it. Okay. And if, it was, and, and, if, and if it was one band. Well, this is where it gets tough. Really? You, but are, not, not Agnostic I think Front. He's for, I think he's forgetting Agnostic Front. No, no. I have Agnostic Front with one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's what I figured. And American Nightmare is the other. Oh, sure. Mm, okay. Interesting. Okay. Like, I love oh. American Nightmare. And I love Agnostic yeah. Front, obviously, just as much. Mm. Um, now, do we have to carry these records? <laughs> yeah, we have no. to move to different apartments with them. Oh, yeah. Like, you know what? Like, you like have to have the whole discography. It is the whole discography. So so it is there. Maybe there's some 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 alternate universes like Antidote. Yes, you do have to have the weird later record, you know, the like bad records, but it's still like uh, a seven inch and uh, a bad LP, you know, uh, maybe a reunion record or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I just have you have ten American LPs. You're going. You're going American Nightmare. Yeah, just because I figured someone else would pick Agnostic Front. Okay. Okay. All right, um, Patrick. What are you taking? What's your A? See, my A is quite different. Uh, well, I think. It. Well, I think those are worthy choices. It for me, it comes down to all else failed or Amoebics. I thought you were going to go that way. <laughs> and okay. this is really tough. <sighs> I think I'm going to Mebix. I think I'm, both have like three albums worth of really good material. Uh, mm. But today I'm going to Mebix. Mebix is in my consideration. AM didn't come to my mind, Tom, but that's a really good one. I All- think we give. Current band short shrift. All would be there no, too. I didn't even think all's in my consideration. Yeah, and, no, and no, that. I agree. I agree. I'm, I'm giving some because because yeah. we're talking about a record collection. We're gonna have some stuff that would fall on the sides. I'm not gonna be mad about it. Um, I think I'm not gonna outthink the room. I'm gonna go with AF. Um, it's Agnostic Front. I mean, just those records. I think about live at CBs, and you know, there's a lot. Actually, you know what? Um. Amoebix is in my list. Annihilation Time's a good one. Art- Articles of Faith would have made my short mm, list. Yeah, that's a good one. All right. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah. B, B is much harder. Wait for B. B is going to be hard. B is going to be a tough one. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any more current A bands. I don't think so. Uh, I'm looking here at a list, actually, and a chorus of disapproval. But I always think, of course, a disapproval is C. C yeah, so same. I'm not mad. Uh, Angry Simones is a good one, but I'm not putting them on my short list. All right. Yeah, we got our lists. All right. Um, B. B is a tough one. I think there's a couple obvious and then some more, you know, recent, et cetera, kind of ones. Um, Patrick, start us off with B. Start us off on the B conversation. Okay, so the B conversation goes all over the place. I, you know, I'm newly reformed to blast, right? Uh, but I am 
a huge Burnt by the Sun fan. I know that this you is are. like kind of outside of the bounds of this podcast in some capacity. It's like, I don't even know what kind of music it is. It's like too much for me sometimes, but I love those records. However, obviously Bad Brains, right? You guys, one mm-hmm. of you is going to pick that. Uh, I, for today, and this does not mean I believe this to be a better band than the Bad Brains. This means for the sake of this podcast, this conversation, I'm going to say Bitter End. Oh, interesting. Okay. That's a good pick. Um, Tom, we got some tough ones here. Patrick didn't even mention Black Flag. Nor would I. Patrick, you forgot about a band named Blacklisted. Oh, oh, Bitter End, you might get bumped. (laughs) We're sticking with Bitter End. We're sticking with Bitter End. Okay, okay. All right. Um, Bad Brains are going to be my pick. I think we're forgetting about um, I got one. Okay, I I, I want to put out. Band, yeah, yeah. Uh, black uh, bad religion is should be that in the mix. That That's yours. Okay. Um, yeah. I just think B is a tough one, man. Oh, there's, there's break breakdown. Yeah, you know I mean? breakdown. That, that was the New York one that I was thinking of. <clears throat> Big boys. There's a lot of really good bees. But there's a lot of fat on those discoveries. There is. Yeah, that's that's why I went with. Trying to get the most, is, you know. Yeah, I get you. I mean, like you bring bad brains, but you also have to bring in like, well, God of Love is pretty good. I think honestly, I'll I'll take. I think their later career, not offensive, not offensive. That's the thing. It's not offensive. It's not offensive. Um, And the the quality in that first grip, like I'm even taking those live records very happily. You know, that's true. Um. Yeah, there's a lot of good B bands. Uh, uh, shout out to Boston Strangler is a funny one I'm thinking of. Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, Brotherhood. Uh, yeah, all right. This is there's there's some good B bands. I mean, obviously, I'm not comparing Brotherhood to Bad Brains or Black Flag, but do you think who? What do you think is the? What do you think is the the overall? Like, if if you asked a room of a hundred hardcore kids. Black Flag or Bad Brains? What are they saying? Bad Brains. Yeah, they're saying Bad Brains. Although, ten years ago it might have been different, but I, a I lot of I, a lot of Black Flag bar tattoos. Oh yeah, I, I mean, ten years ago. I think I think you might be right. I think it fluxes. I think fifteen years ago, it's it's definitely uh, Black Flag. I think when you go to that thrash wave and then like that whole government warning scene, uh, bad brains, just, they have moments. And I think they, they've kind of come up a bit. Right. If you're asking like, you know, a hundred door guys, they're all picking black flag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you're asking a hundred punk, uh, journalists, they're all going back black flag. You're right. Um, all right. C, C is a tough one, guys. Uh, do you know, uh, here's a shout out to a recent C that's obviously not making our list, but remember chain cult, yeah. Remember we were doing this podcast when the demo came out? Yep, I do. So I thought, oh, check in on Chain Cult. Yep. They've had like two record two records. Two records LPs. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I yeah. did not I was not aware that there was a new one, I guess, from a year ago. Uh, yeah. and I am going to check The record out. is great. Their records are awesome. I'm gonna uh, check that, it out think, after this that, podcast. Yeah, I think it's We're Not Alone is really got really, really good. Um Okay, let's uh, Tom start us off with C because I think C. So so C, we have a couple obvious, right? Chromags, 
Circle Jerks. Mm. Yeah, here's mine. I got mine. Go. Are you ready? Yep. I think I would go Converge. Oh, fair. I thought you might. Okay, good, good, good. I'm glad you said that. Because I feel like Circle Jerks, you only you you really so one and a half records. One, you could go two, mm-hmm. right? I feel like the same thing. Um, you know, you know what? Look, at, I have a list up now, guys. We're doing the more we're doing the more fun version of this, and I'm glad we are. I'm glad we are. We're yep. doing the one where we right. each have our own list. Good. Yeah, and like Chromags would be up there just for for two records. But this, but if you got to carry the whole, I'm thinking like I'm going to a fucking an island and I got to carry all the shit with me. I go. Well, I'm, I'm thinking never gonna miss Alpha Omega. I'm thinking, here's what I'm thinking, Tom. One, if you're on an island and all you got is this record collection, you're probably listening to Alpha and Omega at some point. Um, but <laughs> right, 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 I'm thinking I want to diversify my bonds here too. So that's what I got to keep sure. in mind. You know what I mean? So like yeah. I, I already got bad brains. You got a nice palette so far, Tom. I like this. American Nightmare, right, Bad right. Religion, Converge, yeah. you know. It's a little something. You got the the melody for for bad religion. You got converge if you have to like like fight Chop an animal down some on the trees. Yeah. yeah. Um, there are actually a few on here that I I would go maybe Bob. The mm. list that I have. Oh yeah. You know what? Okay. Though. Yes. I there are two that I did not consider, but I would definitely be would be up there for me. Mm-hmm. The Civ. Civ. Yep. Oh, good outside one. Yep. Chain of strength. Chain of strength's in there. It's it's a consideration for me. Um, corrosion of conformity consideration for me. Sure. I bet there's people, not me, but there's people out there who are thinking about Crown of Thorns right now. Mm-hmm. Fuck. That would have been me. I am going to throw the curveball. I said I want diversity of sound. You know who I'm picking? Mm. Ceremony. Oh. Sure. Wow. I mean, you got this diver- diversity of sound. In their discography. When I listen to Zoo, when I listen to Ronart Park, I'm never bummed. And I still don't have a super familiarity with those records. And I still prefer their post-punk records. I love those new records. I, I think L-Shaped Man and uh, is it Spirit World in the Spirit World now? I mean, those two records are great. Like, I love them. And And... Uh, diversifying my palate a little bit. I like the ceremony pick here. Patrick, where are you going? Uh, well, I should mention to everybody that this is based on my iTunes, uh, which is just mm. obviously going to be very spotty because I'm not always thinking of every band that I want to listen to. Uh, but I'm going Caven because I feel like they, Ooh, they wrote the pick. best metalcore record of all time. So they get it. Now, will you fuck with anything after that, though? I've tried so hard. It, the new record I quite like because it's got this uh, classic rock influences that I was mentioning before. That's right. Yeah, you've talked to me about uh, that. But yeah. I have listened. I listen a few years ago. I listened to every Cave In record, looking for what I enjoyed about the metalcore record. And really, there's there's two metalcore records, but I only really yeah. like the one. But the point is, uh, I can respect it all. But I feel like they are the kings of uh, Megadeth style, blowing a great song, and mm. and so there's a lot of Caven material that I'm like, oh, we're on one, we're ready, 
And then, eh, well, you know. But Dave Mustaine starts singing, you're like, oh, man. <laughs> Dave Mustaine just bump, jumps into the cave and tracking. <laughs> uh, Pat, Bob, you know, two that I had for you that I thought you might pick. Yes, Go. yes, yes. Career Suicide. Okay. Really good. good. Thought about it. Huge catalog, and it's almost all really good. And Crudos. Crudos is good. I put them under L. Am I wrong for that? Well, because if we don't think yeah. A is for, I know, I know, of course, disapproval. Uh, I know, Crudos. <laughs> I know. With, with the uh, just a quick on the fly rule. With the, let's put it to whatever the word is. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. It's, it's yeah. I don't know how many the bands we're going to be getting to, but um, all right. Let's move to D. We're moving at a good clip here because we want to try to do yeah. this in one episode, if possible. If not, we'll we'll go to a part two. Um, Oh, sorry. Didn't see your thing. All right. D, D. Uh, Patrick, start us off on D. So I'm actually having a hard time with finding a proper hardcore. I, I, okay. So I've got <laughs> here's here's the aggressive music that I have under D in my iTunes right now, which, by the way, everybody, if you're new to this podcast, I am very, very old on one count. I still use iTunes rather than Spotify. So. Mm. I am fucking so I have Disphere, District Nine, and hmm. the Dwarves. And the Dwarves are not a hardcore band, but they are my favorite of those three. <laughs> so you, I'm gonna oh. need some. I'm gonna need some. Suge- All right, let's see. Uh, discharge. Okay, wouldn't make my list. Uh, let's see. I'm thinking a uh, 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 Dillinger Escape Plan. No, although I got some respect for the Under the Running Board. Damnation AD. Uh, I think the recordings are so uh, sorry. I know your listeners. I think the recordings are, and I've met some of you, you great guys. The recordings are to me piss poor. Uh, Downset. Uh, I have more respect for Downset than a lot of people, although it seems like there's a Downset Assance going on, I guess. Um, so, <laughs> so, so uh, but no, wouldn't make my list. What about Drop Just, Dead, you poker? Oh, oh Drop, drop you know what? That is an really un- sure. that is an unwieldy discography, Tom. He's it, the, the Albany in him perked up just a little bit, like oh, drop dead. Oh, oh, and, oh. and then, um, I, and then I thought moving that discography is not cool. No, no. Um, let's see. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. Oh, I'm physical records. Disembodied. Not for me. You're missing a big one, Pat. Hit one me. of your favorite vocalists ever. Mm. He was in this band for a limited time, but he was in the band nonetheless. Mm. I think he's the notable one in this band, right? He was the notable vocalist. So. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Uh, it was after he did No Escape. Oh, you know what? I'd put, uh, yes. So Dwarves not being, I love the Dwarves, but that's not a hardcore band. Was, dead Guy, certainly a hardcore band. Let, let, let's say Dead Guy is definitely my D. I was okay. thinking of Sean Brown. Oh, you were oh, thinking Sean you're Brown. Thinking da- you're thinking, but you're thinking Dag Nasty. I don't think Pat has love for the Sean Brown Dag Nasty. I, it's my preferred Dag Nasty, but it's still not. I I don't. That's what yeah, I don't go crazy over That's it. That's what. Hmm. What do you got, Bob? Tom, this one was tough for me. Um, yeah. Hey, what's up? My name's Lurk, and I'm the host of Lamb Goat's Van Flip Podcast. Every week, I have in-depth conversations with bands from all over the scene, big and small. We also like to keep our finger on the pulse and showcase up-and-coming bands on the show as well. So come check out Lamb Goat's Van Flip Podcast. I'm really, really kind of torn here. Um, 
there's a part of me that wants to say descendants. That was mine. But I, okay, you. Sorry. I'm gonna let you take it. No, take it. I will go. <sighs> man, I'll go. Dag. I'm gonna go. No, I'm gonna go. Dag nasty. I do. Okay. There was a time where Dag Nasty was just about my favorite band. Um, not really any longer, but I do have like this amazing nostalgia and fondness for the records. And there's some meat on the bone that I could explore more. Like I, I do enjoy their discography as a whole. I think it's kind of diverse. Do you mess um, with the reunion record? The first, I, maybe it wasn't the, the 90s one. Record. The 90s one that we've talked about this four on the floor. Yeah, I, I like it. I like it. I like it, and it it feels to me like like Dave Smalley and and even Dagnasty can't totally it's shake like where, where they're out. Yeah, it's it's got a real down by law feel, um, yeah. but it's not bad at all. I actually think the recent Dagnasty reunion stuff is that a rev that one? Is, no, it's Discord. The it's oh, Discord yeah. with Sean Brown. I think that's their best reunion material, and it's not close. Um, oh, because wasn't there a something reunion? There's a rev revival? record on, yeah. Minority of One is is on Revelation, um, and some people love that record. I've never sat with it. I've listened to it, but I've never sat with it and really felt good about it. So I would, I'd give that a shot. Um, talk about Descendants. Is it? Ju- it's just easy for you, right? I mean, it's funny because like the this. I live in a world that's trying to take the Descendants from me. That's right. That's right. <laughs> because it's like it's fucking incel music, bro. You know, and um, they've definitely written some stupid lyrics that they've fixed over the years, thankfully. Yeah, and stepped away from right. But I think like if I ha- if you were like name four punk bands you're gonna live- listen to for the rest of your life, the sentence would be one of the four. There you go. You know, uh, I, I just think like. Again, very unwieldy um, discography, but if you can get like, you know, get some of the the, the, the uh, summary and a few other things, yeah. you pretty much got all you need. I uh, I think I'm already regretting not taking Discharge. I also really like the band Death Threat, the one word Death Threat from Tennessee that's members Tragedy, etc. Like that's that's my favorite D punk band record. Uh, and shout out to Dead Nation. Uh, I love the Dead End LP. So, um, but I'm going to two word death threat. Two word death threat. E E E. Is this the hardest one in the alphabet? Maybe. Not me and Pat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what are you doing? Where are you guys going? Where are you I'm going? going? Yeah. I'm, uh, no, oh. I was going to oh. go. In, I was going to go Endeavor just Whoa. just to mix it up. But obviously, Earth I mean, Crisis is great. Yes, but Earth Crisis has a better. Obviously, Earth Crisis. They, is like, well, it's tough. If you, it, okay. higher highs, Endeavor's got a better discography. All, all tough. Uh, Endeavor has almost no bricks. Yeah, you're not embarrassed, but there's some embarrassing Earth Crisis songs. There's no embarrassing Endeavor yeah, there's, songs. There's several. Uh, there's that's true. Yeah. All right, so you go Earth Crisis. I'll go Endeavor. We're, we're gonna go. Bob's gonna go E Town, so we can talk about the uh, the rapper that he got. To, no, so here, here's here's what I want to do, and this is a weird one. For the 2022 hardcore listener who's discovering shit, what Earth Crisis record should they start with? 
they're just generalists. They're they like most of the stuff we normally talk about on on Axe to Grind. They're younger, early twenties. What Earth Crisis record should they start with? Oh fuck, Roadrunner, Breed yeah. the Killers. Honestly, if you're younger, Breed the Killers probably makes the most sense to you. You're you're right. Uh, it's not their best record. That's Destroy the Machines. No, but, but it's the most. It's an easier entry point. Yeah. Okay. And and. Similar question, but we're not talking about a new kid. We're talking about somebody who likes faster punk hardcore. Always been on that tip. Age doesn't even matter, but they are, you know, listening to Axe Grind and want to hear and give things a try. Where should they? Where should they try Earth Crisis at? They should. They should. All at war. They should go elsewhere. Yeah, okay. I would say All Out War because there's there's actual fast parts on All Out War, and it's a little bit more chaotic. But you're going to choose that over uh, what's the one you guys think is the best record? Destroy, Destroy the, the machines. machines. Destroy the machines is actually arduously slow. You think it's like too, too slow. slow? What about what about Gamora? Too slow. Too slow. Yes. So you're Tom. You're saying if you like the faster stuff and you're really trying to try it's for the most the credits, war. Okay. Yes. Try all at war. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, my E is going to be my favorite uh, punk or hardcore band that begins with an E. End of year. Oh, very nice. You know who was on this late this list, and this is no sh- like shot at them or a band that I hadn't thought of in forever who had a moment. Mm. Countervail. Energy. Energy. Okay. Oh, Energy. Sure, yeah. Remember, so, like, they had a minute. Yep, they had a minute. Uh, okay, let's 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 play a game called. We've recorded two hundred and almost. Well, we've recorded well over three hundred something episodes, including. Uh, uh, Patreon, but let's let's play a uh, 240 plus story have, I've never told. Have we have we ever uh, mentioned energy on this podcast in 200 plus episodes? Yes or no? We have, but okay. it was a long, long time ago. Uh, I almost I tried to sign energy to Revelation. No um, shit. I thought they were cool. I actually thought their demo was really cool. It was interesting because it was sort of had this AFI melodic energy yeah. to it. But was still and and if I'm being honest, there was a touch of ignite in that as well because because yeah. could yes. really sing, and I was really interested. Um, they we talked; it was cool, but like they, I think it was sort of like they wanted to move fast, and I was a little gun shy about it. And they ended up doing something with someone else, and then signed a Bridge Nine. To be honest, where their sound went, I wouldn't have been super amped on but they really did have a moment um and no one ever talks about them if if that sounds interesting to you melodic faster stuff but with somebody who can really sing uh with some nods at afi and then maybe even full-on um homage to it as they went yeah i mean um, they went full goth right wasn't the singer kind of gothy yeah yeah i think he might it might have had that energy earlier too. So, um, Dude's yeah, that's with funny. honor. Is that right? Maybe at some point. Maybe I thought so. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just that popped up and I was like, "Wow!" They were big for a second, and then they kind of just disappeared. And I wonder what happened to them. Uh, it's telling that none of us mentioned uh, the exploited. Um, none of us are that punk. I'm not that punk. Um, Endpoint have half of I, I on paper I like Endpoint and then I listen and I really like I really like half of In a Time of Hate. Um, none like of us are, God. yeah, I like Bailey Grace God more. Uh, none of us are big Elliot guys. I don't think. 
oh, I'm an Elliot guy, but I didn't even consider them because I feel like they're so far afield from punk and hardcore. That's they true. Have piano. Yeah. I hate God. I uh, wouldn't make I my wouldn't make my short list. Yeah. Me neither. And and to be honest, I, I go wait. Is that hardcore or punk? I don't know. Um. All right. Let's move it on to F. F guys. Ho- ho- hold on. I, I just want to trip out really hard on the kid from Energy, uh, whose name is Jason Tankerley. Uh, mm. His. I was like, I was like, yeah, that motherfucker really could sing. Where, where's uh? I, so I went to the Discogs because I'm always curious what people with talent do after, you know. Mm. Uh, and uh, he is the credited guy for energy. He, according to this, he was vocals, guitar, bass, etc. Uh, mm. So gone? Uh, no, no. But he has done. Uh, in twenty last record from them looks like twenty seventeen. Yeah, that's a lot more recent than I was expecting. Uh, but it looks like he did. I don't know. Is this a Sam Hain cover? Maybe I, I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, it sounds right. Um, in twenty twenty one, I'm just always fascinated. I don't know this fellow from Adam, but I'm always just fascinated by dudes who have an ability. Like I've trudged along with zero ability for fucking decades and these dudes that are like yeah you know i could be a brilliant singer or i could also be in finance or law or uh video game programming or whatever i you know i I just like to bounce around fucking crazy if i was talented i would be every couple weeks a new record Mm. Mm. punk f record let's go let's see it's tough for me dudes thinking it through this is, is one of you guys going Fugazi? Might have to. Well, now I got three. You, oh, got, you got three. Three? Holy shit. Tom, you start us well, off while, while Patrick Fugazi. thinks, and I'm working through my thoughts too. What are your three, Tom? All right, so I got Fugazi, of course. Mm-hmm. Foundation. Okay. Mm. And the one I'd probably pick, gun to my head, for the love of. Oh wow! Oh, interesting. Okay, that demo in those early records is so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Never hit me like that. I, maybe yeah, it was maybe never I'd my thing. Owe it to myself to try again. Um, but the F's on my uh, the F's on my iTunes are uh, it's down to like Fahrenheit and uh, Fishbone. So uh, and Fury of Five and Frontline Assembly. So I, I'm uh, Fury. <laughs> the band Fury. You don't have a Firehose record on your your list there. I do not. I only like like two Firehose songs. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I don't know. I, Fugazi. I guess it's got to be. Although I just want to point out uh, Foundation. If you're going to do a reunion, I guess now's the time because uh, what the number one comment I saw on Soul Search coming back, aside from people being excited about that, was oh mm-hmm. now it's time for Foundation. Yeah. <laughs> oh snap! Snap. Here's one you're forgetting, Pat, which might be up your alley. Please. It seems like it would be Frodus. Uh, I really like uh, "Washed Our Weapons in the Sea," uh, or, uh, but I don't think that that's. I, I don't think that's strong enough to make. That's the, not enough. Yeah, it's not. Enough. I thought I was going to be in like an easy choice with this one. I really like those two Fury records, the LPs. Uh, then there's local love for floor punch and full speed ahead bands I love. Limited discographies though. I'm gonna be on an island for a long ass time. Yeah. Um The band Far Side is a band I, I rep for pretty hard. True. 
I'm going to pick Fucked Up. Big oh, discography sure. of a lot of records I like. Uh, and again, you get the diversity of sound. And I... It, it it hit me at the right spot at the right time, so it's fucked up. G. G. G unit. Um, G unit. We got uh, Gridiron's too young in the game for me to make it uh, my pick, although I'm pretty... Quick, quick pause. Is Gridiron the best hardcore band going right now? Ooh. That's tough. Um, Here's well, the thing. I My answer was in the fact that you paused and that Tom didn't give an immediate no. I mean, that's a win pretty, for gridiron. It's pretty that fucking catchy. Yeah. They're in the talk. Yeah. Uh, Tom, okay. this is like in, in sports stuff where it's like, Oh, would you trade whoever for whoever? And it's like, it's not an immediate. No, it's like a, huh? Mate. Right. Like Who that says is, no first? Yeah. Right. There was no, there was no, there was no, there was no, no. So, yeah. Uh, Gridiron, so, gridiron live, man. <laughs> they do it live. Song. That that fucking matters, man. They they actually pull it off really well. Uh, yeah, the only band, uh, only band that can pull off Oakleys in twenty twenty two, I think. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Tom and I are are going to include Glassjaw in the running. Something that Bob will not. Uh, That's right. I like the Don Fury sessions and the first LP. Uh, I know that that's probably disappointing to them if they listen to this podcast because they like their... Yeah, I'm yeah, a feeling that those, those dudes aren't. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, I, listen, Jack likes Mind Force and, and Incendiary. It's also... This is no disrespect to Glassjaw, who I don't know at all, uh, or to any of our older <laughs> listeners. But basically, every... It's, let's, tell me this isn't a phenomenon. Every person in a band that's from hardcore has a midlife hardcore crisis is it's okay (laughs) so it's just inevitable that like you know they write us um i mean they played yeah they did like all those like record shows like in the last six months or eight months whatever every band that opened was hardcore yeah okay so incendiary ended like they had a bunch of different shit you know uh okay uh I don't have a ton of other g's my g's are like gg allen ghostface killer and glassjaw so uh help me out uh, wh- uh, real quick, we didn't mention Faith, and after our '80s Mosh Madness, which, by the way, we're getting back to. We got the <laughs> messages. We're getting back. Sorry, it's been a busy summer. Um, we didn't mention the Faith, and that Faith record is fucking. Good. It's a really good record. Um, geez, uh, Gorilla Biscuits. Oh, okay, yeah, of course. Government could, could government issue. It, Gorilla Biscuits could make anybody's list. I would call the majority. Uh, how okay. Honestly, fellas, what percentage of people that we could pull on the planet mm. of hardcore would say government issue? <sighs> Three, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it would be like 92%. Legless Bull is actually like a good, like classic 80s hardcore 7-inch that nobody revisits, but it's just good, and it's hard to be just good when you're one of the first Discord 7-inches. It's also impossible impossible to be just good looking back on a thing. Like a band that is just good right now might might have a lot of meaning to somebody in a scene, like a local scene. Right, you got to be exemplary. Right, right. no, you're right. 
You're so right. no. Well, cause, no, you can be just good, but that's it's it's crate digger shit. You know yes. what I mean? Yes. Like that's what happens is that you all of a sudden it's you're looking for the good that nobody else knows, yep. and that's okay. Like that's a that's an energy that like uncovers stuff that is actually great that nobody knows. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Like that's kind of one of these funny things is that. But but let's also not pretend that just because it's hard to find means it's good. And that's not the case for Government Issue. Government Issue is one of the bands that gets stuck in the space where it's like, well, it's they're not particularly rare, but they're also not particularly they're not the best, you know, they're not they're not bad by any shape or form. They're actually we listened we did the dive and there's some there's one record. What record was it that we, we were like, oh, this is pretty good. Um, but they're not the best. They're not the best of their local scene. They're not the best of their style, you know, um, but they're stuck in the middle and that's not an enviable position to be in. So Agreed. sorry. Uh, also E could have been embraced for any one of us. Um, Oh yeah, true. Um, uh, okay. Uh, all right, uh, let's get to it. G G I'm trying to, um, uh, gut instinct. Uh, I'm, I'm likely going to try to be honest here and go Gorilla Biscuits, Gray Matter, Grade, Government Warning. I have uh, one. Gangrene. Yeah, go. That I would pick. Mm. Like, uh, GB is obviously number one. Yeah. I would go for, um, I love Game Face. Oh, Sure. Yo, that's an out there. Sell Game Face to someone in 2022. Oh, man. I know. Well, yo, uh, you start with saying. Oh, there you go. It's a fucking hardcore, but like with a singer who can act, who can like really sing. Mm -hmm. Really catchy songs. um, Some pop punk in there. Yep. Some pop punk in there. Some alternative in there, you know? Yeah. They're in that, like, yeah, if you like Sensefield or Farsight, which I'm probably speaking Swahili to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, yeah, if you like... No, you know, if you like Koyo or Anxious, you could you could fuck with this. Right, if you like your pop punk played by hardcore kids, mm. maybe listen to Game Face. I might go three to get ready for the record. Mm, okay. Or the first one on Rev. Oh, okay, sure. But I think, yeah, they're on, like, Dr. Strange. They're on, like... But they're a band that were around, like, the yeah, you'd see them on like flyers, like, oh, you played with, you know, whoever, like the early 90s hardcore bands. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. They were part of the SoCal scene at that time. So they'd play with new yes. age stuff. And they'd also, you know, like, they, they, it was a weird time, man. Patrick, where are you going? You're going to have an empty G section? You're going to go no. with G Anks, Japanese no. hardcore? You're going to go with G Man, West, Western Mass hardcore? No. Legends? You know, you know where I'm going. Good clean fun. Good clean fun with no apologies. Oh. <laughs> you're taking you're taking good clean fun over grade. Yes. Wow. Okay. Good clean fun. All right. Mr. Germs too. Oh, Germ, germs are not making anybody's fucking list. Gizm. Gizm. Gauze. Gauze is going to make a lot of people's list. Uh, I am going to keep it real and go GB. I don't. I don't love it. I'm trying to think of a more recent G band who I. I've fallen for. I, it's just not there, man. Um, gloss. Jesus. Oh, gloss. Uh, all right. Yeah. I never, I never really just full on. What about gangrene? 
Gangrene's right there, but it's just that early stuff. Like, there's one Gangrene record I, I go gaga about, but it's got to be GB, man. You know, we forgot for the F, hmm. which I forgot for the F. That's my bad. Fiddlehead. Oh, yeah. Uh, Fiddlehead deserves some time and attention in that F. I'm not taking them over fucked up, but you know what I'm excited for? Fiddlehead's writing another record. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, m- might be mostly done. Uh, I'm excited to hear where Fiddlehead goes sonically. I hope they, I hope they keep. I want to see what Fiddlehead LP five sounds like. You know what I mean? Like the tsunami mosh parts with Pat singing. Lay low, kickboxing and such. All right, guys. H H is the next letter in the alphabet. Hey, breed two. Yeah, you really can't go wrong. Hey, breed or have heart. Are you going half heart? Me? Fuck yeah, Tom. <sighs> Fuck. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll go half heart because Pat picked hate breed, but I mean, I think you have to pick hate breed. I think Pat Flynn would pick hate breed. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm looking at H. The only, th- well, the, the other two. No, I, I mean, I'd be fronting if I said who's could do, but I'd also throw hot water music in there. Oh, uh, you can, you want to go in hot water music for the win? Yeah, go hot water. Go hot water music. All right. I do prefer half heart, but I'll go half hot water music. What do I pick, guys? I don't. Jesus, it's tough. Uh, hold, hold I, I had the same reaction as you with Husker Du, Tom, because I like Husker Du, but I don't love. I don't love, and it's not you right. know like I pick sugar over that. Yeah. What about like mm-hmm. like heart attack, Bob? I mean, I hatred like heart surge. attack. I really like heart. Oh, hatred surge is actually a good one. Heresy. I need some heresy is another one where I like it, but I I, I don't want to fake the front on it. Um, yeah, I think hatred surge might be it. That that's the one for me. Um, man, uh, yeah, it's it, let's go hatred surge. I fuck with it. All right, like low key one of the Texas bands who doesn't get as much talk as I think they deserve. True. Um, if if you're someone who enjoys all the power trips of the world, you like Bitter End, uh, you love the Impalers. If you love the Impalers, you need to hear Hatred Surge. If you like the harder side of things, if you like the Iron Age, you need to hear Hatred Surge. It's uh, it's a nice compose. And if you're in the other end and you like like the Severed Head Estate side of things or the Spasm 151 and you haven't heard Hatred Surge, use that as an entry point. That's a good good spot. Here, here's right. a here's a quick question. When does Hot Water Music get another renaissance? They're due for it. And they had one. They did that reunion. I mean, this is not 15 years ago. I know. Here's my... They still have Starline Ballroom. Here's my... Hot Water Music is like Leatherface. I mean, literally. But also in the respect that it's just such good music that people have to come back to it eventually. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's it's just undeniably good. Like... Fuel for the hate game is just fucking awesome. <laughs> so, uh, no division's great, but I mean, I think they're so baked into stuff that people overlook it. Yeah, I think that's the case now. Do you think? Do you think that's coming before the H two O assance, or? Oh, oh, what about the uh, uh, Tom uh, Pacific Northwest band uh, rocks rock singer vocals? Um, fuck, what's the name of that band? Pacific mm-hmm. Northwest band. Rock City, so Portland, are you or Seattle. To, are you trying to? Yeah, okay. What do we got? 
I'm trying Portland or Seattle. Yep. Trying to narrow it down. Pretty sure. Super crush. No, no, no. It's like uh, it's like much more um, uh, Murder City Devils. Murder City Devils. There you go. Uh, when's the Murder City I mean, City I think Devils that exists song? in every bar on the East Coast. I know, but not for young people, I don't think. No, that, that's actually one that I think... That's due, actually. That is due. That is due. All right. Um, boom, boom. That's all I'm saying. I didn't know you were such a hot water music head, Patrick. It's only the first two records, but I think those first two records are like... I don't. I didn't want to like it. It's undeniable. It's like Alkaline Trio. I don't like Alkaline Trio except if you play the f- like whatever the first two good records are. Your mind's blown at how good it is. You know what I mean? You're just kind of like, wow, really? Oh, I think Tom. What's the uh, what's the Alkaline Trio record that rules? Is that from Here to Infirmary? Yeah, but that's like the third or fourth record. Okay, whichever. But that's when they started getting good, in my view, right? I forget what the yes, the early stuff is like or very good, but it's very early. Okay, they were they were a different thing early. I knew that. Yeah. So, Bob, from here to infirmary, is like it's just wow. it's like one of those things. Like it's the same way that I don't like saves the day, but I think if you played stay what you are, I'm like holy fuck, <laughs> like the, the, yeah. So like. That's how hot water music is for me. Where I was like, ah, you know what? Like once I got into Leatherface, I was like, oh, hot water music's like a pale imitation. Yo, the, those first couple records. I can't speak to the later ones, but those first couple records are really excellent fucking music. I'm gonna make Bobby hot water alkaline trio mix. I think that's good. Let's do it. <laughs> Might need to do it in, in separate bits. Ease me into the pool, guys. Um, <laughs> let's go. I, I. This is the toughest one on the board. Wow, that's really? Not because indecision, but okay. Um, all right, here here are three that jump out. Four that jump out immediately. Okay. Five. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna pick Inside Out. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, that's what I would pick. So I'll, I'll try to mix it up. Right, but there's also there's Integrity. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's Iron Age. Yep. Oh. There's Infest. Infest is my pick. Yeah. There's Incendiary. There's Ill Repute. There's In My Eyes. Fuck. Um, oh, there's one that you haven't listed that. Are you an Iceman guy? Uh, uh, I might switch my infest pick. I'm going to switch my infest pick to ice. Burn. Dang and dagger. Not Dang and dagger. Into not to ice burn into another. Mm. That's what I'm saying. I was secretly a Iron Age right there for me too. Like, damn. It's That's gonna tough, be dude. it's it's into another for me because I low key that reunion record is very good. It's not yes. as good as their last two LPs in my opinion. It is so not good and and not embarrassing. Nobody talks about it. People should be talking about that into another reunion record as an I example. Think that's of, the third the third reunion record that people talk when like we're like name the three like not like actually really good reunion records. It's it's everything sucks. Mm-hmm. Lifetime the lifetime record. record. And this, and into another omens or whatever it's called. Yeah, omens. I, I think omens is great. I think that both the quicksand reunion records are now like that's true. This is before the quick, yeah. This is before. You're right. Um, I think it was new quicksand. Great, unbelievable. Yeah, check out the new song. Very good. Um, where are you going for I, Patrick? I'll go in Kendagger. In Kendagger. Yeah. We don't talk enough about that that the the fine art of original sin record enough. Really good record. Twenty five years ahead of its time, maybe thirty. I mean, it's still it's still on the future wave. You know, 
I don't love the Buddyhead record, but the that fucking fine art record, goddamn man. I think it's overlooked because everybody's like, Shadow to like the the seven inches are so good. Mm-hmm. Like the drive this, like, but yep. man, that LP is really fucking great. And it's got like like industrial and like digital like it's like so far ahead of its time. If like you the took whole, like, the name off the record, is- somebody could upload that to Bandcamp right now and it would feel like somebody just put that together. Yeah. No question. Yeah. It's so fucking great. Shout out to the Icemen. They didn't make our list, but that's okay. Um, no. Jay. Jay, guys. Tom, I thought this would be easy for you, but I think it's actually really hard. I think you got a. Uh, There's two that I'm like really. Yep. It's, it's head to head for you. So you start us. All right. My. I won't name my second one, so I'll leave that out there. But my pick, just because as an adult, mm-hmm. a record that's going to last me longer or a band that's going to last me longer, I'm going Jawbreaker. So you're saying you're not going to bring it down. You're going to, uh, you're going to, yeah, you're going to, whatever the name of the Jawbreaker, you're going to dear you this one. Yes, I'm gonna 24 hour revenge therapy myself. <laughs> Patrick, what's your J? I'm going. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna go in Jerry's kids. Uh, like it. Really love the the Jerry's kids records. I, I think they grow. On me. I love Chelsea Judge, Opera. but yeah, yeah, he's taking Chelsea Opera. Um, and the Guantanamo School of Medicine. That's Pat. <laughs> I'm going with a record. Or I'm going with a band that I only revisit every few years, and. I go back and forth on if they are a good band or or better than a good band, but that's Jawbox. I already wrote it down. <laughs> um, that one Jawbox record, I think, is exceptional. It and is. That's your own special sweet, sweet sweetheart. Yeah, yeah, and um, that's the first major one, right? Major label. Yeah, yeah, and and I I would love to sit. Uh, with Jay Robinson sometime, and I'm sure he's talked about this in an interview, but that record is, to me, completely uh, underserviced by its opening track, which is this Albini homage, and then the rest of it is like this fantastic post-hardcore. And that first track is just... I, I wonder if he felt the need to challenge the listener because it was going major and maybe he felt like some chip on his shoulder or whatever but it's just it's it's a dud of an opening track and i'm just so curious why that is dud openers dud openers kill records yeah kill dud openers take great to borderline classic records and reduce them because people don't get past there yeah it's it's wild there's a couple records like that that i've I've gone through and been like, oh my God, I've low rated this for years because the opener's just whatever. You get into the meat of this record and it's fantastic. It's crazy, man. Crazy, crazy. Um, all right, next letter is K. I got mine. <sighs> easy. Easy peasy. It is, it is easy. Uh, you guys are going killing time. Um, a kid dynamite might be of interest to Tom, but he wouldn't take it over killing time. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go real left on this one. I love, I love kerosene 454. You're not taking them over. Kiss it goodbye though. No, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not. Okay. Whenever Pat's like, I'm I'm definitely going to pick this. You go, you know, the Tim Singer band. Oh, no, I'm not. 
I I also love uh, so it's funny kickback fans uh, <laughs> like this like the stuff be the, like well they claim to like the stuff before no surrender no surrender is very obviously the best record but you know it, people got to people got to front it's their job but the uh, Karis, it could be that kickback record but it could be kickback on the basis of just that record kerosene four fifty four would normally be it but you're right kiss it goodbye. <laughs> No Killer Idols. No. Tom, Killing Time's so good. Oh, it's yeah. So I, got one but I didn't know. No, no. I'm, I'm thinking about it right now. And I'm like, can I just double up? I'm not. I'm trying not to because we haven't doubled up yet. So I'm not going to start now. It's so fucking good. Uh, do, I, do I really change it up and go something like King Nine? Because I think those King Nine LPs are actually like some of the best hardcore of the last 10 years. Um, do I go Kraut? Because I think that one, the Kraut LP is very good. Like it's a really good record. Yeah. Um, Kill Your Idols is a good. I, I, like, you know I what? Love the- What's that? I said I love the King Nine love that you have because yes, right. it's not your usual. Yeah, I you know agree. why? Because I, I think Scared to Death is like just really well put together. Like, oh yeah, no, it's a great one, but it's like no, so I know it's, it's it is it is not it is not, definitely not a square peg for my shit. Yo, this is my message to the King Nine folks. You are the kings of the mountain. You do that sound better than the bands that you are influenced by. And it's not close. End of sentence. Oh, yeah. Not close. I am They're working to, on this stuff. Happy to hear that. Um, I am going to pick Kid Dynamite. Uh, those those records are really good. I don't have that much poppy stuff on here. So um, I actually think those records hold up way better. They're a band who I think nobody talks about in the dusty, dusty uh, over 30 age. Um superior live band uh who always put on and i just think those records hold up i think um i don't how did that band get lost in the sands of time after for the next for the like 2000s they were an influential band now they're completely lost Uh, like how did that happen am i crazy for thinking those bands aren't the same though no, you know what I mean, same members, but like, yeah, lifetime, lifetimes, even their sound, like it's just different enough that I think it's cool. But like, Kid Dynamite really feels lost. Like Patrick, you explain this to me. How, give me the answer. Why did? How did Kid Dynamite get lost in the sands of time? Same way Hot Water Music did. It's just uh, it was too um, it was too um, omnipresent for too long, and then it just gets taken for granted, and then it becomes passe to younger people. Facts. Okay. No lie. L, we're, we're going to split this into two parts and do a second part because um, we obviously are uh, talking about this stuff for a long ass time. L, let's do L. We're going to stop at M, the okay. halfway point. Uh, yeah, L. Well, Tom just mentioned Lifetime. If, I mean, if, if, we're, if post-hardcore is making it in, I would try to wedge Lungfish in there, but I'm not, I, I'll spare us. Oh, I think you can fit, you can, if we've got, we can. I think you can fit lungfish in. Then the answer is clear. With lungfish, I'm going to pick two groups for you to sell them to. Maybe we've done this before. 
the young 20-something who's into hardcore right now, where do they start on Lungfish? Uh, they start with uh, uh, Feral Hymns. That's the last record. Uh, if you are into proper hardcore, Feral Hymns is an actual heavy record from older gentlemen. Okay. What if you are a person who loves Knocked Loose? You like heavier, heavier hardcore. Is that the person you're saying should check out Feral Hymns? Uh, it's heavy, but... I would honestly go love is love uh, for okay. this re- for this reason. This is I I mean this with zero disrespect. It's actually a compliment. I don't know a lot of the knock loose fans that I have met are not necessarily fans of every heavy band. Do you know right. what I mean? Like they're no no. There's a specific lane of it. They're knocked loose fans, and I think that part of that is because they connect with with something that that band is doing and some of that is the lyrics and i think mm. love and i think love is love will blow your fucking mind i think i think it'll be like eating a sheet of acid for you it's it, and i recommend it highly news at 11 patrick kinlan recommends for young eating people a sheet to of eat acid, acid. <laughs> um, tom what's your l well, here, yeah, this is a, this is a choice. Um, it's got to be leeway for you. Got to be. Yeah, well, it's lifetime of leeway, it's but leeway I'm going to leeway. All right, leeway is such a good... Tom, what is your favorite leeway record? That's for measures. Would you say that's the record to give to someone as their first leeway record? Just anyone? Um, probably. Okay. I mean, you can't. I mean, Born to Expire or that you can't go wrong with. I've always Desperate Measures was the first record that I heard as a kid. Okay, because it was out when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, it was newish. Like that was like the first record that I was more familiar with, and I went back to Born to Expire. Yeah. Um, but I think yeah. I mean, it's just like it's catchy. It's well recorded. I think yeah, it's a pretty easy record. And and the two LPs after that, um, Adult Crash and and Open Mouth Kiss. Open Mouth Kiss, yeah. Hits. There's, there's hits on there. It's a completely different band. It doesn't sound like Leeway anymore. Okay, but it's but you still ride with it. Yeah, they became like a Don Fury sort of band that sounded like to me. I'm going Life's Blood. Interesting. Small discography. The highs are so high. Uh, hardcore songs that are raw, rough, that stick to my bones in a crazy way. Uh, I think it's What's really your Bob? Um, Tell me because I, I was never okay. a, a Life's yeah, Blood. Yeah, yeah. Life's Blood um, seven inch comp songs split. Um, That's it. Yeah, split with Sticks and Stones, the seven inch, and then comp songs Murders Among Us, Where the Wild Things Are. Um, do they have a discography? They do have a discography that came out on Prank relatively recently. Live sets on NYU and FMU. Um, like honestly, Tom, I think they they so you are a friend of Patrick Kinlan. True. So yes. you at least do understand and can overlook some contrarians, right? Yes. And I, I always thought of them and Sam McFeeders as contrarians, so I never gave them much of a chance. The 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 energy on the Life's Blood records are so wild. It's everything I want from the like Push back against the like uh, CBGB scene, 
that that like it, it, I feel like they're the inspiration for the ABC scene, even though the ABC scene never was as rugged and raw as Life's Blood actually was. Um, th- th- like stick to it. They're like, more hardcore than Board Against. Oh, right? they're so hardcore. Never make a change. Stick to it. Youth and Rage, not for the week. Youth and Rage as a song is one of my like. If you go, Bob, is Youth and Rage one of your top ten favorite New York hardcore songs? It's a long pause and a maybe. Like, it's that good. Like, this 7-inch, top 10 New York hardcore 7-inch for me, no question. No, no question. Top 5, I might have to think about it. It's wow. so good that it's tough for me to be fair to Born Against. The Born Against 7-inch is really good. Um, the Both Born Against 7-inches are pretty good. This record's so good, it's hard for me to, like, be fair to it. It is. It makes sense on a show with breakdown. It also would make sense on an oi show. But it's yeah. fast. I wouldn't call it oi core because it's mostly fast. They slow it down on a couple of the tracks. But like, never make a change. Stick to it. Youth and rage, and not for the weak. Um, especially like the lyrics are very much like yo. Like, uh, I think you would vibe on the lyrics for the most part. Like. Yeah, I've listened to them over the years, but I just always kind of it was like them and and Born Against were just never like, Born Against. Feels, yeah, Born Against always felt like the like m- neither of these bands struck me as the like hey like we're gonna go out and and break things. But what Life's Blood said and how they said it in the pushback, I felt like was more more cogent to me. It didn't feel as much of like a put on and it like the the hey you're doing something we think is shitty and we're going to say it and we're going to say it loud is the energy of life's blood whereas born against is more like hey you're doing something that we think is kind of like lame so we're going to like try to call you out but we're going to like be clever that's not the energy of life's blood so uh yeah the life's blood seven inch i love it's it's not in my not quite in my top 10 hardcore seven inches of all time but it's not out of my top 20 I love it. So, um, even though it's only a seven inch, it makes, it makes my collection guys. I'm also amending. I love you. Hatred surge H, but I love his hero is gone a lot more. Oh, sure. Oh, I don't that. that that's mine. So making sure we don't leave it out. We're, we'll wrap this one up on M. <sighs> there's only there's, one choice there's, for me. There's only one choice. Pat, Tom, should we let Patrick have the one choice for M? I, I would I would posit that there's not only one choice. Whoa, there's not just one truth. All right, so Patrick's going to pick a threat. So, so there, yes, I'm picking mine a threat, and uh, but I acknowledge what Tom's saying. For people, for other people, uh, Madball could certainly Madball Madball could certainly make the list. And for people, Madball's a pretty good slightly, one. Slightly younger than me, there is no overstating how important Modern Life Is War was for a lot of kids. So. Uh, and then also, if if you're Australian, uh, miles away is I I can't tell you how many people I meet here who miles away was like a formative act for them. Uh, but for me, there is only one. Uh, Murphy's Law could make a list if yeah this band did not exist, which is minor threat for younger kids. Mind Force. Oh, of course. Mind Force. Oh yeah, yeah. hell yeah, to Mind Force. Uh, mind Eraser. Mind. Mindset might make some lists. Mind eraser oh, might make some sure. lists. Uh, 
the M band that we can no longer say that was Greg's band. A lot of people liked. <laughs> oh yeah, bad word M. The mong the um, mental I'll, I'll, would I'll make some it. lists. I'll, I'll say it any old time. Just tap me anytime we want. Need that word said. Uh, mental would make a ton more lists uh, just a yep. short time ago. Just a short time ago. Um, what about Marauder? Marauder. Ooh. List. Uh, what about? Mm, probably not the Melvins, not for our listeners, but there's some people out no. there who would take them. Uh, is there a single soul who is taking meat puppets? Uh, yeah, meat pu- I mean, if we're calling them a hardcore band, that, that, like because it's tough. Yeah, same thing with Minutemen. Same thing with Minutemen. But here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. Meat puppets. Uh, the material they have a record that is absolutely fucking perfect, and I would I would suggest that. Anybody in the sound of my voice listens to Meat Puppets too. It is perfect, but it's—I mean—it's not the hardcore material. Uh, I am going with Misfits. Oh man, uh, that's a, a big enough discography. I like it. Uh, it doesn't touch Minor Threat. I almost threw a, a curveball and took Mind Eraser because I really do. I, I think the first two Mind Eraser LPs are. Fantastic, and you also got mouthpiece in there, Bob. I I really love mouthpiece, um, but mostly and most uh, energy. Blood post 2003. There you go. Um, <laughs> oh, sure, sure. Well, for Patrick oh, Monster God. X, of course. Um, Those Mother of Mercy records are really good. At least the first two seven inches. No, that, that that's that is a band. <laughs> yo, shout out to Mother's Mer- Mother of Mercy because I think that's a band who actually sonically might have had a bigger window right now than they did when they were a band. They were before, yeah. You know, uh, it's just on sound. Um, man, M's a good letter. Murphy's Law, we talked about. Um, Moss Icon. Uh, Not a soul is picking them against some of the bands we listed, but is the average kid who thinks they like emo aware of Moss Icon? Uh, no, but they. Uh, we've talked about it. That The one with the really long name is a, a piece of genius. Very you good sh- record. Should check, it should check it out. Yo, uh, part two coming soon. Thank you, everybody. Thanks.